You're listening to another fine We Hate Bards podcast. Sometimes they do say you may reveal this. Mike, we're at the Out of the Box Gaming Store in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Will is running us through Dungeon Crawl Classics. All right, so who here has actually played DCC before? Go ahead. There you go. All right, so. I know I don't have the dice I need. Right, yeah, well, we've got the Crawler's Companion for that, and if you guys end up loving the game, we can all invest in dice later on here. Um, all right, so just to go ahead and give uh, some basics, how this game is different from what I've played before. It, this is very much old school D&D with some modern, you know, updates here and there, plus a few different uh, wrinkles all its own. So how this game is different. Uh, DCC does not have prestige classes, attacks of opportunities, feats, skills, class and race are one of the same. You are a wizard or an elf, not an elven wizard. Um, DCC uses an ascending armor class. A normal unarmored peasant is AC 10, and then armor and your stats adjust that up. Attacks, saves, and skill checks are all involved rolling a d20 and adding modifiers, trying to beat a number. There are the three saving throws, fortitude, reflex, and willpower. Uh, clerics still turn unholy creatures to their religion. This might be undead. It could be a host of other creatures. Uh, spells. Spells are cast with a spell check, where you roll a die and add modifiers to it. High results mean the spell goes off. Sometimes the higher result, the better the spell goes off. If you roll too low, you might lose access to that spell for the rest of the day. Uh, cleric spell casting is fundamentally different from wizard class casting. Clerics never lose a spell when it's cast. However, when a cleric casts a spell and fails in his attempt, they increase their disapproval rating, which is their automatic fail. The more disapproval you get, the more you might automatically fail on results of higher than one. Uh, uses a critical hit matrix. High level characters and martial characters generate crits more often and to more deadly results. And you can burn off ability scores to enhance die rolls. All characters can burn their luck. Uh, wizards and elves can burn other abilities in a thing called spell burning. So you're all going to be starting off as zero level commoners. So wait, an elf can hack can voluntarily take brain damage to get elves and wizards. Arcane casters can do what's called spell burn. Any, you okay. can literally burn your ability scores. Does it to get recover bonuses. over uh, over time or is it permanent? Very very slowly. Okay. Very very slowly. Um, but yes, you, you can, it's the concept of damaging yourself physically or mentally to increase the chances of a spell going off at all or for a big result. Kind of like you're a fighter and you're like, I hit him really hard and strained my muscles. Uh, no, only wizards and elves can you because it's spell burn. It's most likely a Latin equivalent for other All characters can burn luck, but only luck. And apparently thieves and halflings can recover a lot. Yes, thieves and halflings, part of the whole class matrix for them is that they and the, they've got special abilities that let them use luck differently, and they, they have a natural ability of regenerating their luck much faster okay. no, all, compared to other characters. Um, one of the big caveats for this is that it's, it is like D&D, but there are a lot of differences. When you're told that you know, you're burning your ability scores, that is really debilitating, but... It's not as hard to find ways to boost your abilities in-game. So, you know, I could place a random drinking well that gives characters points of agility or restores luck, things like that. Just because you're burning it doesn't mean you're never going to get it back. It's not, you know, D&D 3-5 style where it's you get one point every four levels and that's it, unless you find, like, a specific magic item. It's a lot more freewheeling in how it kind of handles that type of stuff. So, for your zero-level counters, you're going to roll your six ability scores in order. 
The ability scores are, we want to go ahead and write these down. Missing one. We've got strength, agility, strength, agility, stamina, intelligence, wisdom, and luck. Oh yeah, sorry, it's personality, not wisdom. I knew I had one of those wrong. Strength, agility, stamina, intelligence, personality, and luck. How do we? Do we make any kind of roll for races to see if we're any... We're going to roll for profession, but that'll happen next. Okay, so strength. And what do so we roll? So 3 6. 6. All right. No re-rolls, no nothing. So what's an average score, just for reference? Um, anything between 9 and 12. Okay, so i got a 7 strength for the character. Let's, let's roll my strengths for the other character. Yeah, so you can, you can roll those up how you choose. Want to do it down the line? Or? Are, you rolling, are you going to the funnel? Uh, I, I'm rolling, I'm doing a shutter melt. I thought you were going to Okay, so how many characters do you get? I'm getting uh, three characters. So we got a lot of players. We're going three. Okay, I got two, one weak dude, one average dude, and one really strong dude. Cool, yep. Just fill in all those stats, roll them up. And next is agility. Yep, strength, agility, stamina, personality, intelligence. Five, oh, other agilities. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you start with three characters. Six agility. <coughs> Character number two is looking pretty bad already. Part of the fun is making bad characters do amazing things. Dying spectacularly. Okay, and then stamina is third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just roll them in the, whatever order you wrote them in. Just feel free to write them down like that. Okay, it doesn't matter the action. And then once you get your ability set, we'll go over the actual modifiers. Oh, 15 stamina for character 2. So That's 3d6 straight? Yep, 3d6 straight. <laughs> straight on down there. Oh, yeah, there's a 6 stamina on this dude <laughs> 16 strength. Nice. So he's really strong, but <laughs> just kind of lazy, I guess. Or he's really strong, but a little bit yeah. maybe He's, he's, maybe he's, he's a, a sprinter. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 finally got a good roll. Yep, three characters. Character 2 is looking better now. I get. Well, 
So in this game, luck, just because not everyone's going to be familiar with that one, this one, your luck modifier affects things like critical hit rolls, fumbles, corruption, um, and select other rolls during play. Uh, like I said, you can burn it off. And uh, for all characters, luck may be restored over the course of adventures. This restoration process is loosely linked to a character's alignment. Characters that act against their alignment may find themselves suddenly very unlucky. Hmm. No. I don't know. What do I do with 16 strength, 15 luck, and 6 stamina? You roll to find out what that character is going to be. Okay. You could be the world's prettiest, strongest chandler. Could be. 9, 5, 10, 10, 8, 8 on this one. Wow! Nice. Real bad. He's going to be <laughs> real bad. You better role play the shit out of that guy. Yeah, I got a 7, 11, 12, 7, 9, 11. Totally average. I'll play him first and see, see how he... Do you play one at a time or all at once? I'm doing everything at once. Oh, all at once? That's that is how it is. It's has done most of the actual plays I've listened to, and kind of the by the book assumption. I know some of the some of them do the one at a time, but that just means you got a bunch of nobody's following you around, not doing anything. So, so basically, the mayor of the town casts cloud of commoners on the problem. Active, yeah. <coughs> All right, when everybody's done, go ahead and just put your hand up so I know if you're done. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. 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 For, for ease of play, if you decide to kind of focus on one character and use your other two as kind of like background backups, you know, you can do that if you want to use all three of them. Whatever's easiest for you to manage. I don't want to get attached to anyone. I know what this is going to die fast. <laughs> I might try to make them all one family. <laughs> that, that is actually very fitting for the setting we're going to be using. I'll get into that um, as soon as we get a little bit more going on here. <laughs> Something about 15. It's not 15. Alright. Who's not done? We're all done? Alright. So, very next thing I want everybody to do is set your hit points. That is a D4 plus your stamina modifier. I guess you should probably let you guys know what your modifiers are. Um, Alright, so... Anything in the range of 10 to 12 is average. No Anything in the range of 10, or sorry, 9 to 12 is average. No modifier. 13 to 15 is a plus 1. 16s and 17s are plus 2s. And an 18 alone is the plus 3. I have two plus ones. If you have anything lower than those, below the average zone, let me know and I'll let you know what those penalties are. Alright. Anything eight down to six is minus one. Does anyone have anything worth? Okay. Um, fives and fours are minus twos. Minus two, got it. Yes, and I, I got one hit point. 
Oh, 16 they... strength and one hit point. Nice. And if anyone was unlucky enough to roll a straight three, you have a minus three penalty to that stat. <laughs> Okay. So can you get negative hit points? Negative one? Yep. Can you get negative hit points? Or is there a minimum? No, one is the minimum. Okay. We can't be dead on character. Yeah, I'm not going to have that go ahead. Okay. What's yep. the range for one? Strength or stamina? For, for health. Stamina. What's the range for ones and twos? Plus one and plus two. Um, 13, 14, 15 is plus one. 16, 17 is plus two. All right, everybody got their modifier set then? <laughs> All right, so your hit points is the single D4 plus your stamina modifier. Go ahead and set those for all three of your characters. Almost all my stats are zero. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Ooh, one minus one hit point. Oh, yeah. I get one. Okay. Oh, yeah, you get one. What is? Is a D four plus your stamina modifier? Poor Huey, he's so dead. One hit point. <laughs> Alright, your basic save modifiers for fortitude, reflex, and willpower all start at plus zero, as well as your attack modifier is also plus zero. Um, you have no experience points as of yet. And if you want to go ahead and note that your crit die is a D4 table one. That means when you do score a critical hit, it's one of the first four results on the first crit table. So crit die one turn? D4. Can you repeat those again? So, so we have fort, reflex, will, zero, attack modifier, zero, crit die is D4. Yep. Now, if you did, I miss anything else? Yeah, um, if you've got plus one to agility, does that mean you're plus one for reflex? Actually? Yes. Okay. Yes. Agility modifiers reflex, stamina modifiers fortitude, and personality modifies uh, willpower. So they'll put those up or down. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the zeros are your. That's what you get for being a zero level character. Okay. And then your, your stat still modifies that. Right. Oh yeah, this works. Okay, this works. Do we roll for the five D twelve call? Uh, no, I'm not going to have you guys worry about that at this point. Does anything modify your attack? Um, well, if it's a melee attack, your strength, and if it's a range attack, your agility. Okay. The same basic concepts of D and D apply. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So now we're going to roll up professions. Yay. All right, so oh, that is, that is harsh. <coughs> <laughs> we are going to be playing in the Shutter Mountain setting. This is the this is also a D&D through the lens of backwater <coughs> hills 
uh, Appalachian folklore style fantasy. So we're all rednecks. Appalachians, <laughs> essentially. You are you are the, the shud folk. <laughs> so we're hillbillies of gained sentience. Alright, as a southerner, currying <laughs> favor with the DM might be wise. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist it. What's that? Yeah, that counts. That's not the south. It's south adjacent. It depends on what part. Are we talking panhandle? Or? Yeah, panhandle. Okay. I ain't talking about no Alright, there you go. <laughs> If it's panhandle, I'll give you I'll give you an honorary status. Here we do we do we do. Right. 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 See a family resemblance? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um alright, so this is a setting that is primarily human. Um, the demi-human races are present. I'm using that, but they are rare, so the chance of someone actually getting one of those on their on your roll here is slim. Um, but it is a it is a setting of, like I said, very folkloric Appalachian style stuff. So it's hillland, the shunned folk. You know, they they love their mountains, they love their hills. They're not really prone to adventuring outside of it, but there's plenty going on in the mountains themselves. Um, it is a land of, you know, oddball magic, uh, folk rites, folk rituals, things like that. Uh, so just kind of channel your inner southerner if you can. Anyway, pull out your percentile dice. So we're going we're gonna to do this less chaotically. So we're gonna, just going to go one at a time and get the profession set for the first character for everybody. Then we're going to go to the next and then the next. So we're going to start over here. Give me a roll. 57. 57. Your four, your first character, and pile these in order, is a healer. Okay. This means that you start the game with a club and an ounce of holy water. Is it a healing club? <laughs> you betcha. All 91. Right. 91. You, ooh. You are a witch liquor bootlegger's assistant. What? A witch liquor bootlegger's witch liquor. assistant. That's magical moonshine, my friend. <laughs> that kind of liquor. Witch liquor. Uh, Boot, witch liquor bootlegger's assistant. Awesome. Witch like pointy hat or uncertainty? <clears throat> witch isn't pointy hat. Witch isn't conjuring. Okay. Alright, you start with a club and a big old clay jug. There's going to be a lot of clubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are peasant weapons here. Club and jug. All right, Jeremiah. Sixty-four. Judging jug. You are a hunter. He's the guy with one hit. <laughs> you start the game with a short bow, and you have a deer pelt. That might be the best equipment so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really good. And you. Seventy-four. You are a musician. You have a dagger and a fiddle. Ninety-four. You are a woodcutter. You start the game with a hand axe and you got a bundle of wood. Where are you? Where are you? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. 
You are a farmer. You have a pitchfork. Nice. And you have a hen. Pitchfork and hen. You're rich. Yep. Pitchfork is one of the best common commoner weapons available. So you know, you, you lucked out there. Alright. Mike? First yeah. one. Seventy one. Seventy one. You were also a musician. You got a dagger and a fiddle. Yep. Thirty one. Thirty one. You are you are also a farmer. You have a pitchfork. And a hen. Those of you that roll hens, we might, if you decide, we might differentiate that and roll in the random livestock later on. See if we can get something there. Now, alright, so now that you guys got your first character with a profession, the Shutter Mountains, everybody is all distantly related. Cousins, second cousins, things of that nature. You know, thank hill folk here. So, there's a good possibility we all know each other. Pretty much do all know each other. So, inbreeding causes mutations if we... Roll some other well, race. Well. Yeah. <laughs> keep it, keep it, Neil. <laughs> yeah. All right. And for the second one. Go ahead, guy. 85. 85. You are a rope maker. You have a knife and 100 feet of rope. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that, that, is, that is damn good. 34. 34. That puts you squarely in the farmer category. Pitchfork and a hen. 28. You are an elven sage. You have a dagger and parchment and a quill pen. And that's your character who got like a six an elf, right? He is an elf. No, actually, yeah. What's that? 80. Potter. You have a club and a pound of clay. So sad. It's a new It's 49. 49? Halfling Brewer. Nice. Dagger and a barrel. You can almost carry the barrel. Just put it on. It's armor. Uh, 76. 76. You are... <clears throat> you're an orphan. Orphan. You have a club and a rag doll. This is a professional orphan. Club and rag doll. Okay. 15. 15. Dwarven Prospector. You have a pick, which is damage wise the same as a club, and a lantern. I mean, now we're getting some serious adventuring. Now we're getting got some stuff here. and a lantern. All right. The farmer has six. Ninety-six. Woodcutter, hand axe, and a bundle of wood. What is one hundred? Um, woodworker. Less exciting than I was. Yeah, it's it's actually lower on the end. Is the, oh, some of the you, you've got like some interesting on the bottom, some interesting on the end. What was that again? Wood what? Woodcutter. Woodcutter. You got a hand axe and a bundle of wood. Alright, last round of characters. 53. 53. What is the damage? This is my one hit point character. Halfling farmer. Pitchfork and a hen. You're a halfling. 59. That's actually a shame that this is the one hit point character because I have 15 luck and I'm a halfling. That would be good if I thought I was going to survive. Hey, you never know. You, know, you said 59, Dave? You are an herbalist. 
We have a club and a pound of herbs. Sweet. Is it like oregano? Or something better? 17. You are a dwarven stonemason. You have a hammer and 10 pounds of fine stone. Fine stone you have. 33. 33. Farmer. Pitchfork. Pin. 86. 86. <clears throat> You're a bootlegger. You got a sling and a waterproof sack. Uh, seven. Seven? What? Cobbler. Cobbler. Okay. You have an owl, which is damage wise a dagger. Okay. And you have a shoehorn. Nice. I also rolled zero zero seven. I assumed it would be spy, but apparently cobbler. Yep, cobbler. Cobbler. Some of you all are rival shoemakers, or maybe a pair of brothers shoemakers. Okay, so an all in the shoe. Ninety-two. Rivals. <laughs> you are also a witch liquor bootlegger's assistant. I imagine the witch isn't actually on the list of things. So for your what is cobbler? What is his luck? Witch liquor. That's magical moonshine. Bootlegger's assistant. Not great. My guy might work for you. Oh, yeah. You got a club and a clay job. I got a club and a clay job. Now, if you all have a chance at one other piece of equipment per character, this is going to be like your extra special thing. Now, this is technically a D4, or a D24 roll. So if you've got your crawler's companions loaded up on your phones, or if you'd like to pass around the tablet there and roll the D D24. We'll be doing this again after this. Got it. Nice. I still haven't got my special Actually, dice. Actually, that would be useful in pretty much any game, because you could use it to roll a random time of day. Yep. Some of the odd dice are actually really handy. Like, sort of like the, the D7. Nice. I'm hoping they find themselves under the tree for me this year. Hard to find. So, this is for our other equipment? Yep. Again, we're going to go around the table. You can, Mike, you've got it right there in your hand, so do you want to start or you can ask um, So press right there on the 24. Three is greater than my candy. Why are you rolling? Oh, um, swipe, sorry. <laughs> really? Twelve. Twelve. All right, we're just going to do all three of your characters at once so we can, instead of passing it around a million times, we're just going to... Oh, hey, this actually works out, I think. You've got an extra... You've got a vial of holy water. That's two. Yeah, that actually worked out for the character. All right, so next character. Eleven. Holy symbol. That didn't work out. Rope maker for the holy symbol. I feel like this character might be on his way to being a cleric if he survives. Black goes first, green goes second. No, that's the other character. Oh, right. And last. Well, you can loot it, yeah. Seven for the halfling farmer. Empty flask. Empty flask, okay. I just finished drinking. Black has one. You can put on the one. Yeah. Or the axe. Or the axe. He actually just picked the Swipe it. Swipe it. Obviously, I'm inebriated enough to go on this. You have a backpack! <laughs> With my one hand. <coughs> 17. 10 foot pole! Well, we have like an entire first level adventurer's worth of equipment 
if we can all and put our six. resources together. And six, crowbar. <laughs> How many people does it take to be one competent adventurer? Apparently too many. That is a large sack. Large sack? Sack. I mean, if you want a sock, I'll let it be a large sock. It might come into play. Bigger sock. Five. All right, five. Um, empty chest. And for your last one, uh, one. Backpack. Okay, let's cut this. The rest uh, of us just have to carry our stuff. Fifteen. Uh, a hand-sized mirror. Yeah. So you can just blow your twelve edges to go over. That actually kind of makes sense with musician. Vain. She does have a very low personality score. <laughs> well, it depends on if I need it or not. It's all about self-confidence, though. A musician with his plus one strength is plus one stamina. Well, that'd be another hand-sized mirror. I'll write that in later. Versus me. That gives you a vial of holy water. Well, I think 10 is good. 22. 22. Thieves tools. Yay. Coming handy. It's one of the most expensive things on the list. <clears throat> Five. Five. Empty chest. Six. Crowbar. Yeah. You want the two? 23. That is... Torch. Okay, uh, 20. 20 is a large sack. And 14. 14 is a lantern. Mm. 17. 17 is a 10-foot pole. 9. That would be a grappling hook. Can we use the clay to combine the ten feet, ten foot poles into a twenty foot pole? Size. Yeah, that's just chilling. Does that mean, is anybody here aware? Flint and steel. Can we use the lantern yes. to heat the clay. It's not it's really slow. It's a wood cutter. He could One. make a twenty foot. One. Right. Get a backpack. Ten. Ten. A small hammer. So Sixteen. Sixteen is a flask of oil. Oil? Oil. Okay. All right. That works. Now, now we set the lucky sign for each character. Now, your lucky sign is effectively like the sign you were born born under or the almond that hit when you were born. This sets one extra special thing that your luck modifier always goes to. And this can be anything. Often totally useless. No, it can be attack modifier. Oh, no, I'm saying you're really lucky in matters of personality. Yep, this is a D30 roll, so let's get that uh, tablet back out. How about we start on this side? Go right ahead. Let's let's shake it up. All right, Gabe. Twenty-three. Yeah. Twenty-three. Charmed house. Your armor class to that first character goes to your for your luck modifier goes to your armor class. That's good. Charmed house. Mm-hmm. 
those two okay. AC. Okay. If you have if you have a luck modifier, positive or negative, it modifies your AC. Okay. So sixteen. All right, 16. <laughs> Survived the plague. Magical healing. Any magical healing performed on you or by you is modified by your luck modifier. I'm sorry. How can you get a negative modifier, a luck modifier for surviving the plague? You survived the plague, so you're like really luck frail. Luck is frail. It's an un- yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you said magic. I guess that means by luck. <laughs> oh, this is all modified by luck. So everything is modified by luck for these results. But it's like any magical healing you receive or you do if you if this character becomes a cleric is modified by your luck. Okay. So last D30 roll. Five. Conceived on horseback. All rolls while mounted. Use your get have your luck modifier added to this. You're a bouncing baby. That's an interesting story. Yep. <laughs> All right, Mike. Four. Imagine that would be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Born What's under a rebel yeah. What's funny is that's my witch looking character. Which is your first character? <laughs> Maybe it's also um, how your father died. It's the musician. It's the musician. He fell off the horse. Which, would you like, before I tell you what this is, to switch it to your... Uh, wait, did you have the orphan? No. I have the orphan. No, he had the orphan. Okay, never mind. You're a musician. Raised by wolves. Uh, of course. <laughs> your luck modifier affects all of your unarmed attack rolls. All right, so I'm plus zero to all my attacks. Yes. All right, next character. All right. Oh, that's five. You were also conceived on horseback. <laughs> your mounted attack rolls get your luck modifier. Wow. Horse conception. Right. So plus zero to my mounted rolls. All right. Fourteen. Surely the luckiest of them all is fourteen. The raging storm. All of your spell damage. All my spell damage is what? <laughs> any, any time you deal damage to the spell, if that character progresses to that stage, add your luck modifier to the damage. Okay. Minus two. Got it. Minus two. <laughs> Minus two to magic damage. If I cast a spell, it will do negative two to the damage. Your, your luck is four. No, it's spell damage. Anytime oh. his character inflicts spell damage, it gets he, his luck modifier upon Well, magic's not your field. <laughs> yep. All right, Emil. Uh, okay, 12. 12. Four-leaf clover. All attempts to find secret doors are modified by your luck. Okay. Four-leaf. Uh, 15. 15. Righteous heart. All turn unholy checks. Toddler, uh, sorry. Righteous heart. Mm-hmm. And these results, these things may never come up. It's just that little extra fun day. Uh, and then one. Harsh winter. All attack rolls. Oh, nice. sort. Oh, that's good. Except I got a negative luck modifier. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, luck's a bitch. 20, Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Unholy house. All corruption rolls. 
Birdsong! You know an extra number of languages equal to your luck modifier. I don't know. I might be I might be nice and not do anything, or I might just take away languages. Or if it takes away all of his languages, he's mute. Twenty-two. Resisted temptation. All your willpower saves. Nineteen. Survived a spider bite. All saving throws against poison. The warrior's arm. All critical hit okay. table rolls. Add it to your armor class. And you all start with just no armor, AC 10, modified by your agility. And then if you're lucky like her, you add your luck to bonus as well. All right, Jeremiah. You're up. One. Harsh winter. All attack rolls. Five. Five is conceived on horseback. Yeah. <laughs> All mounted attack rolls. So apparently in Shutter Mountain, the honeymoon starts with a long horseback ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the back of a Clydesdale or some other appropriately large horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with the platform, baby. It's like the height of luxury. Yes, <laughs> it's 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 For like getting like it on really like lazy low. people. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, so like I said, those characters are twins. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay, never mind. Turn off. Those horseback rides get wild. <laughs> All right, they are brothers from separate mothers. That just happened to be conceived on horseback. The dad really had a thing. Yeah, the dad just really had a thing for horseback riding. Are you sure they're cousins? The the horse had like a limited carrying capacity, so you need to get nice. What'd you get, Dave? Thirty. Thirty. Wild child. What's your luck modifier? Zero. Okay, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It, it increases your speed, your movement rate, and it doesn't do anything. Um, 28. 28. Broken star. Fumbles. Well, that's another zero modifier. Right? Okay. <laughs> and? All right. 19. 19. Survived a spider bite against all poison saving throws. 19. 
Nice. He's the only one that has a good modifier. Well, there you go. We got a plus two. <coughs> All right, guy. Okay. And the D30? Yep. 28. 28. Broken Star. Fumble Tables. Question on that. Would the bonus apply to the fumble roll? Yes, actually. So it, it modifies it in your favor. 27. Oh, yes. So if you had a penalty, it would increase the fumble. If you have a bonus, it lowers the fumble. 27 for the rope maker. But doesn't a lower fumble mean better for you, though? Yeah. Well, whichever way it actually goes. Okay. 27. 27? Um, unholy House. All corruption rolls. And for the halfling farmer, 22. 22. Resisted temptation. All willpower saving throws. There we go. And 15 is plus one, right? Yes. Alright. Wow. My halfling farmer actually has plus wow. two to will saving throws. There you go. Alright, so those of you that have demi humans at zero level. Yes. Characters whose zero level result indicates a demi human race must advance in the class as that demi human. Uh, zero level demi humans are able to utilize select racial traits as follows. Dwarves have their improvision and they have a base movement of 20 feet. Elves are sensitive to iron and have heightened senses. And halflings have infravision and a base speed of 20. So my prospector has infravision and a lantern. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, if your lantern happens to get hit, you know, shut off or blown out or something along those Plus, you're not always guaranteed to have dwarven, you know, workers around. I'm your prospector salesman. You sell, you sell the mines to be Infravision yep. means you can see in the dark up to 60 feet. Uh, let's see, we had we had an elf, right? And a half All right. Yeah. You had the dwarf who was conceived on horseback. Yes. All right. Then my dwarven prospector is your twin brother. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. Vulnerabilities. Elves are extremely sensitive to the touch of iron. Direct contact over prolonged periods causes a burning sensation. Sensation. An exposure at close distances makes them feel uncomfortable. An elf may not wear iron armor or bear the touch of iron weapons for extended periods of time. Prolonged contact will cause one hit point of damage per day of direct contact. Who has direct contact with iron for 24 hours? People in shackles. That makes sense. Or you can build this, which is also Well, I was hoping they're not so tight they can't fix some claws. All right. <laughs> And the halfling just gets his information. And lower movement. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, he gets the lower movement, yeah. I have to go down to the right I don't remember the word, but it's the longest word in the English language. And it's the lung disease that coal miners get. Black lung? Black lung. Yeah, it's commonly called black lung, but like, there's like page and a half of it's all in the word. So for those of you that did roll up halflings, though, if that halfling manages to survive, just look forward to the fact that you become walking, dual-wielding Cuisinarts. 
to try to keep my halfling alive. Yeah. Yeah, halflings are kind of are pretty beefy. What's that? Because halflings not that lucky. How many how many people at the table currently have a character with one hit point? My halfling. Nice. Huey, the guy that was going to be a wizard. The other two have four hit points, though. The one with three hit points has, like, all negative modifiers. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Alright, so one quick note about skill rolls, just in case, just so we know before it starts. Um, Like in standard D&D, everything is roll a d20, add your modifiers. Um, instead of actually having skill ranks and various things like that, if you are trying to do something that is kind of pertinent to your character's background, you roll a d20, add your modifiers, just like normal. If it is completely out of character for your background, it is a d10 plus the relevant modifiers. Still have a chance, but you roll a smaller die. That's one of the concepts in this game, is that sometimes to represent lower chances, the die that you roll changes. Either be getting bigger or getting smaller. Uh, and that's pretty much pretty much all that is. So. All right. Anybody have any basic questions about their characters? Yes. Um. You said then all does as much damage as a dagger. Yes. And which, a pick that's actually does what much I was oh, okay, cool. looking up here. Okay. So a club does a D4 damage. Anything club adjacent will pretty much do a, a D4 damage. My ragdoll is adjacent to my club. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ragdoll full of rocks. <laughs> That's just next on the character sheets. <laughs> cool, so my shoehorn doubles as a dagger then. If, if you want to fill your ragdoll with rocks, I will let you use it as a blackjack. <laughs> all right, all right. It does a D three. D three. Okay. Black has two. You need more death spells. Uh, three, four, five. So clubs are D four. Plus or minus Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's what it means. Okay, so. The blackjack. It actually has two uses. You can use, you can do a D three to inflict damage, like actual straight up hit point damage. Or if you're just trying to knock someone out subduly, it does two D six damage. Okay. Yeah, do that. Besides, we can just stab any goblins to death. Okay. Yeah. Uh, club D four. All right. So uh, let's see. Daggers. Daggers do uh, D4. Oh, great. Oh, wow. But still, I won. You got it by one. <laughs> I told you. We all got uh, this. Uh, How much damage can I deal with 100 feet of breath? It depends. If you suspend a tree from another tree and swing it at someone, a lot. If you throw it at them, not so much. So... Does I was thinking. Oh, hang okay. I actually, I mis- actually I, I'm sorry, Neil. I misunderstood that damage slashing because it doesn't just straight up tell you what it means. You have to kind of look at all these little symbols and charts and stuff. All right. Um, it does two d six if used as a thief's backstab ability. Gotcha. So it is normally one d three. If, but I'm not a thief yet. So yeah, but you're not a thief. So it's just a d three. You become a thief if you use it backstabbing. It is two d six. 
Okay, that makes Quick, more sense. Steal a bunch yeah, of stuff from other PCs. Okay, daggers, knives, things of that nature. Also, do a D four. Uh, let's see. Um, hand axes. I know we had a few hand axes in there. Those do a D six. Pitchfork. Uh, pitchfork. Does the same as a spear. Does a D eight. I don't know what I mean. And then uh, your short bow, D6. How much does the hammer do? Um, hmm. Well, I think that'll fly. We'll do D4. We'll treat the hammer as a club. Yeah, uh, I was looking that up here real quick. Short bow. Um, so... So fifty feet, hundred feet, hundred fifty feet. So infrequently does the crowbar represent the oh the crowbar like um, just a club yeah D4. that's all really? yeah so my ten foot pole would be a club with reach <laughs> would it be a staff uh, if if you had room to maneuver said ten foot pole in a combative fashion I might let it do as much as a staff um, which would be a D four. Well, if he had any strength, he could rush people with it and take out a couple. Fair enough. <laughs> Anybody have any other weapons point. that weren't addressed in that? Um, I think that covered most the of them. Yeah. The uh, fiddle. <laughs> uh, shoehorn. Like a D2, I guess. If you absolutely need it to do something, I will let it do a D2. Does it get a bonus against shoes? <laughs> yes, if you run into, you know, a shoe golem. And you gore a shoe with it. Nice. Oh, um, if you have, say, a grappling hook, does that mean that you have rope too? Or you just have a grappling hook? <laughs> just like if you have a lantern, you have a lantern. It doesn't mean you have oil. You're so Do you have oil for my lantern? Did you have oil? It didn't he got oil. It didn't specify. You didn't get a lantern? No, you got a lantern. He had the prettiest lantern. I will trade a lantern my for lantern uh, length of rope. <laughs> I'm not going to trade my rope to you for a la- for a lantern that I don't have oil for. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of herbs. I can put on. <laughs> Just a bartering <laughs> session here. Um, okay, so like medieval times. Other little things that I will bring up before we start play. Um, your I, I thought of something pertinent, and then I thought you were... Sorry. This is... Oh, right. Turning over the body. Um, if the character dies, because it's not certain, just because you dropped a zero hit doesn't mean you're actually dead. At the end of the combat, you can roll over the body, and that person makes a luck check. And in this particular situation, it's roll a d20 and roll under your luck. Oh, okay. uh, my halfling might actually survive that. If you make it, you were simply knocked out, and you're back at one hit point. Each character can be rolled over successfully once. <laughs> yeah. If you don't make it, then we're dead. Yes, if, if you get killed a second time, you're dead. All right, so the very next thing that I want everybody to do, just because I'm, you know, a horrible, horrible, mean person, is name your characters. I already did. Okay. I named all my characters. My characters are named 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> 1, 2, and 3? Oh, yes. <laughs> Huey Dewey, Louis Duke. Uh, I'll be Mogru the Halfling. 
Shall we go around right. and introduce hold, ourselves hold, hold and on, our characters? Hold on, because it's more fun for me. I've already named all mine. Oh, you have named all your characters? Yeah. <laughs> Are you, were you going to assign names for people who have not picked them? Well, there actually is a uh, Shutter Mountain-specific name <laughs> uh, table for people that uh, can't think of names. Somewhere. Oh, that's right, I, I forgot Shutter Mountain. is actually in, apparently, because I'm that guy. My my characters look like the, the Freak Brothers too. No, you're not. I would assume you I have bags of bags. I can always add bags. I love when you start buying bag bags. Alright, So we'll just skip that. Alright, so, yeah, so go ahead and name your characters. And then when we're finished, we go around and introduce ourselves and our, our three characters? Yes, you will, you will go around, introduce our introduce your three characters, and then we'll begin play. Oh man, I'm already stuck on names. Uh, Mogger was the, the one idea I had. Now, bear in mind the setting. Try to keep something that seems flavorful yeah. to the mountains. I was really excited when I, 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 so I looked at the event cards. So Is that really what you like, want? I, it is exactly what I want. Google is always an option for names. Good. Good. <laughs> okay, Google. Okay, Google. Characters from Justified. <laughs> Boyd, that was his name. Boyd Crowler. Crowler? Crowder. Crowder. That's, that's how the family got their start in crime. Is first they, they get real close to people and kind of bunch up to them. Boyd Justified was a good series. I love that show so much. Characters from Outsiders is where you should look. That's Appalachian. Just players in Kentucky. I know, but these are all Appalachian. Yeah, yeah. That's the one where the, the mining company wants to take away the mountain, and the people living on the mountain don't want to take away. Dude, does it end up that like there's a sugar off in the mountain? I haven't seen the end of it. All right, here we go. Fountain name table. Those of you that cannot think of names or would like some help, I have a random table. All right, I need help. How about Maudeline? Go for it. All right, Jeremy, you want some help? M A U D. All right, let's which, which let's start. Which pick your character? All right, man or uh, man or woman? Female. All right, give me a D hundred roll. Oh, seventy-two. <laughs> Micah. All of them are going to be like a good one, one, one and three, and yeah. two. Yeah, it's just uh, next one. Dwarf. Uh, dwarf. Male or female? Roll. Thirty-four. Garrett. Stamina is seven. 
These are more names than I was expecting. Yeah, these are actual names. They're easy. You good? All right. Anybody else need some name help? Oh, hey, what's Mem your right, D100. Here? Hey, guy. That's uh, your dwarf. Six. Six. Amos. What's your dwarf's last name? Oh, no. Very cool. And then Mike can name the brothers. Yeah. Give them the last name. Uh, D100, you said? Uh, no, you can just make it if you want to. D100, you said? Yeah, go for it. 27! Honeycomb. <laughs> hey, you insisted, Luke. Alright, everybody good on names? No one else need help? Alright. <coughs> okay, good play with you guys. I'm gonna roll. Oh, I'm a halfling farmer, so I should be Woolsworth. All right. Uh, before we actually get into combat, I'm going to let everybody know. Uh, I really initiative for this game survive. uses a slightly different approach. If you're using any sort of one-handed weapon, you roll a d20. If you are going to be fighting that round with a two-handed weapon, you have to roll a d16 as the penalty for using a longer, cumbersome weapon. Here. So are we now moving into like the game? Now we are going to move into the game. So I'm going to stop this recording. Okay.